to you from the top of the Poconos, it's The Balcony Show, with your host, Ann Thatcher, Bo Summer, and me, the Mad Cat. We have searched the globe for the best in indie music, so you don't have to. So here we go, The Balcony Show. Hi, everybody. Welcome to this very special episode of The Balcony Show. We are going to have the one, the only, you know him as the leader of Twisted Sister, D. Snyder, is going to be on our show to talk about his brand new musical, Rock Me Amadeus. Amadeus, Amadeus. That's all I got. Woo! That was good. I'm excited. I'm excited. I am so, so excited I. to so talk to him. Forward. And this... For those of you who haven't had or even heard of this yet, um, if you thought Rock of Ages was good and Rocktobia was good, yeah, this one is on steroids. Yeah, yeah. Level, levels above, levels above. So, but first... Oh, boy. <laughs> we're oh going to have... Hit it! Useless Facts. Here we go. Useless fact number one. One, Mozart sold more CDs than Beyonce in 2016. Get the hell out of here. Did you know that? Wow. I did not. Huh. I I would have never thought that. Come on. No, but you know what? That's a cool fact actually to share. That absolutely is. I don't think that is a useless fact. I like that. No, that's a a meaningful fact when you consider Mozart's, what, 400 years old? And... They are using some Mozart in Rock Me Amadeus, so I thought, ah, oh, see, it's very cool. Yep. All right. Mozart, Beethoven, Tchaikovsky. Right. Yeah. We're doing get? our homework. Yep, yep, yep. That's right. Useless fact number two. The longest song title ever is Hoagie Carmichael's 1943, I'm a Cranky Old Yank and a Clanky Old Tank on the streets of <laughs> Yokohama. <laughs> with my Honolulu mama doing those Beto Beto flat on my feet acido Harito blues. <laughs> what? I think I just pulled a muscle in my jaw. <laughs> I think you. <laughs> I think you ought to say that again because I I think you kind of you know. One more time for one pos- more time. One more time for posterity. That's right. right. Go ahead. All right. I'm a cranky old yank in a clanky old tank on the streets of Yokohama with my Honolulu mama doing those Beto Beto flat on my Cito Harido Blues. <laughs> that was excellent. Can you imagine having to read if you're a DJ? And tonight, our next song is Harido Blues. <laughs> there you you're go. welcome. Thank you. Harido <laughs> Blues. That's interesting. Wow. All right. Useless fact number three. There are more people in Monaco's orchestra than its... Wow. There are more people in Monaco's orchestra than its army. Isn't that incredible? They got like... (laughs) Uh, It must be very peaceful in Monaco. How big is their orchestra? I'm thinking massive. I mean... (laughs) Well, uh, you know what? They're they're lovers, not you know haters, I guess. I do, you know. But who, that's interesting. Come on, that is interesting, and that's kind of neat that they don't have a 
Big, I, you know, I like that. Yeah, yeah me yeah. too. They don't need uh, such a big army. Nope, nope, nope. All right. In the army orchestra. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Useless fact number four. In 2015, Canadian astronaut Chris Hadfield released the first ever album recorded entirely in space named Space Sessions, Song from a Tin Can. I did not know that either. I did not know that either. See how music, this is all about music. These are all useless facts about music. And you're, you're going to be able to say that. Wait a minute. Well, here am I sitting Chris, in my <laughs> Chris Hadfield. I know who that guy is. He's the guy that recorded the first album in space. All right, so let's all go to YouTube or Spotify, and now we're all going to be listening to this to say, hmm, yeah. that's kind of neat. All right. Useless fact number five. Music, along with painting, poetry, literature, and architecture, was, Olymp- was an Olympic event from 1912 until 1948. I did not know that either. Isn't that crazy? Really? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. It like, was an Olympic, music? but I don't, I'm trying to think of how they would make that. I mean, what do they carry, a paintbrush on fire or I, I, a drumstick yeah. on fire? <laughs> All right, one more time. Everybody go to YouTube and search, you know, <laughs> Olympic events from 1912 until 1948. Right. That's pretty neat, though. Let's hear what the music was. They were playing. It was probably jazz. You know yeah, what I mean? I probably. mean, if you're going to have any any musical Olympic event, it's got to be jazz. Yeah, because it's, it's... I don't know, though, rock, before, But yeah, that would be before rock, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah. you're figuring 1912 yeah. to 1940. Because rock yeah. could certainly be an Olympic event now. I'm just saying. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah without yeah, a doubt. But, I mean, With you many figure, legs and arms, right, too. Right, right. So, I mean, yeah. from 1912 to 1948, you have jazz and big band. So... And which all were jazz derivatives. So you know what I mean? Like in the way jazz players can go sometimes, you know, that it's the song that never ends. <laughs> what key is Woody playing in? What tempo is Bob playing in? For the love of God. Talk about a one-man band. There you go. There you go. All right. So we're going to get things started with the very first song from Rock me Amadeus and that's going to be the Rock Me Amadeus theme song take a listen and we'll be right back Everybody, welcome to the Balcony Show, and we are very excited because we have the one and only multi-talented D. Snyder. Most of you know him as the leader from Twisted Sister, but this man has been there, done it. He's been in film. He's he's been on the radio. He's done his own thing, and now he is going to be starring in a Broadway musical. So, rock me, Amadeus. Welcome. To the balcony show, D. Thanks so much. I uh, really appreciate being here and for those wonderful words. And 
Yeah, I am the one and only, but if you find another one, please send them my way. I can <laughs> so how did how did this occur? How did they approach you or to be involved with this fantastic it's it's a combination of orchestra and opera and rock and and you when you hear that it doesn't sound like it's going to work but it incredibly works it's just phenomenal what you guys are doing yeah i mean again the talent in this project is just stunning uh full orchestra rock band uh broadway singers classical singers opera singers and and i am the resident rock star and this starts harkens back to an earlier incarnation that performed on Broadway, and they were doing a month long run. Uh, it was called Rocktopia uh, back then, several years ago, and uh, a lot of the same people involved. And um, they were having a different rock star come in every week or so. So they brought in the singer from Train. They brought in Robin Zander from Cheap Trick. And somebody got the idea to bring me in. And honestly, I think Tony Bruno, who's the music director, uh, and I've known since he was a fetus when his band used to open the Christmas <laughs> Sister in the bars of Long Island. And he's gone on to become a very celebrated guitar player working with Rihanna and so many other talented people. Um, I think he knew what I was capable of, even though I don't think most other people do. And that's really a blessing and a curse for me because uh, I'm a classically trained countertenor, but people know me just mostly for just growling and screaming uh, with Twisted Sister and whatever heavy metal band I'm in, which is what my passion is, by the way. But I do love singing. I know. When they brought me in, um, I impressed everybody so much during my uh, week in the show that when Rock Me Amadeus uh, well, actually, when Rocktopia went out on the road, they asked me to become the resident rock star. And when Rock Me Amadeus formed a new incarnation with some new blood and new energy, uh, they called me up and said, "Dee, we want you to be a part of this." And uh, I was just—I'm so honored. I was just saying that uh, I had listened to an interview with Allison and Tony, and they were talking about uh, Rocktopia and how it—it. It, they didn't feel that it was being stretched as far, and they, they kind of felt that it was a little bit more constrained. So thus they wanted to do Rock Me Amadeus, and I think it, they were talking about how much more um, rock that they wanted to insert them. So I can see why they brought you into it. Well, yeah, Alice and Tony have taken the lead on this project, and they're... They were in the Rocktopia project. And they also, one of the things they realized is that, you know, the 70s is great and all, but there's been a few decades of great music (laughs) between the 70s and 2020. And Rocktopia kind of just was about 70s and classical music and opera. And they just felt it was really, I don't know if disrespectful is the right word, but they were missing out on some really great things. So when you hear the, the latest song, which is Love Hurts and Uninvited, it's a 70s 
Nazareth cover of a 50s Everly Brothers song uh, mixed with Alanis Morissette, uh, who is, you know, a, a 2000s artist uh, and a very successful one at that. And then, of course, the classical music as well. That's, I have to say that that combination is so incredibly, um, you know, like that defines almost that word mashup. That's, you know, kind of gets tossed around out there when they are doing these different like mashups, different genres. Um, you know, you listen to Love Hurts and my God, first of all, the song is stunning and you just the vibe. I mean, I can't, I can picture exactly what I'm going to feel like when I get to see that show live, and I hope that happens this summer, um, despite all the you know virus stuff going on. But uh, it really is such an unbelievable mashup, and 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 I say that in like the highest regard. Uh, that, that thank you so much. It's very very flattering. And again, you know, I'm I'm I I always say I'm in the ring with because I feel like. It's a prize fight with these incredibly talented musicians and singers. And every night we perform together, and any time I perform, I've got to bring my A game, you know, uh, because these people, uh, you know, I call Chloe Lowry, one of the singers who's on that track, is the human banshee. Uh, she just, I mean, it just, I just watch her and I'm, I'm, I'm just mesmerized by her ability to just wail the way she does. Um, but yeah, so it just, and I, but at the same time, we're, it's, it's kind of a friendly competition every night, which just brings more to the audience. The audience is getting everything we've got because we have a friendly competition, but at the end of the show, we're all slapping each other on the back and going, that was great. Do you see yourself in the future, like going through Rocktopia? And I know I've seen you on stage with, um, I think Constantine Maroulis and doing some Rock of Ages tracks, singing Journey songs, and and having all this under your belt, and including uh, Rock Me Amadeus. Do you see yourself possibly going down this path more on a permanent um, aspect of like singing on Broadway? Do you find that it's more challenging for you, and do you like that challenge as opposed to you know like rocking your butt off, you know, and playing these huge festivals all over Europe and you know, like, where, where's your head yeah. at in terms of you personally, like, moving your career forward, if you're even interested in doing that at this point? Well, all right, well, you know, I, I, as a, growing up, I was a choir geek. So, um, you know, and that was my, that was my uh, saving grace for me in high school to sing in the choir, someplace where um, I got the respect that I really didn't get anywhere else. I wasn't a popular kid or anything. But when I was in choir, I was, I was a star. I had a, you know, I, I always had a great voice. I had a great range. And I sang everything in choir. I sang, I, you know, I sang classical music. I sang magical uh, quartet. I sang barbershop. <laughs> I had a big head of hair. I sang barbershop to see that, 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 that straw hat floating on an afro. Um, so, you know, I, I just loved singing. And all the while, I was always in a rock band. You know, I've always been in a rock band. It's been, it is, like I said, my passion. I also was raised, my, my parents raised me on musical theater, going to see musicals, the great musicals of, you know, of the day, whether it was Carousel or South Pacific or, you know, any of these great musicals in the house, listening to West Side Story. Um, you know, so I had that in there as well. Um, a few years ago, well, actually 10 uh, years ago, uh, I was 
asked to be in Rock of Ages on Broadway. And so I did a three-month stint as Dennis Dupree and really got a taste for being in a Broadway play, on, you know, in the theater and reconnecting with that, you know, that, uh, that choir geek that I was. Right. Um, from there, I, you know, I did an album called He Does Broadway, where I took classic Broadway show tunes and uh, rocked them out. And I got to perform them with people like Patti Lapone and B.B. Newworth, Sidney Lauper. I did Nothing Like a Dame with the cast of Priscilla, Queen of the Desert, which was pretty ironic. Uh, <laughs> you know, and, um, uh, and it wasn't a successful album. It was really a personal record, a chance to stretch like that. So to get involved with these singers, um, absolutely, these just people. But what I like the best is the family thing, the family vibe. Yep. Yeah, that yeah I agree. Has. I love that team spirit when you go out there, you start every show, and it, we're all together in this. And you know, like I said, but once we get out there, we're trying to blow each other off the stage, but that's what it's about. That's what <laughs> that's what Rocky Up a Day is about. Who, you know, get, who's gonna who's gonna win the show? But uh, but we're there. We're really there for one each other. I love that about theater. And I I gotta I gotta mention Myra Nesbet from. Celtic women, uh, for those of you who don't, and she's in your song too. It's just she is an incredible vi- violinist, and she just her energy and stuff in in your video and and the videos. She just brings it. It's it's almost like having uh, an elf. <laughs> you know what I mean? She's just. Well, she, and I, by the way, after and, and and do not be embarrassed or ashamed because. I mispronounced her name for practically a full week until <laughs> someone said it rhymes with parade. Oh, and I parade. said, but it doesn't right. look like Thank that you. on the page. It doesn't look like that on the written page, but it's <laughs> Irish and it's parade. Yeah, parade Nesbitt from Celtic Women. Yeah, a, a, a human fairy. Uh, yes. Yeah. Uh, she's so diminutive but so powerful, and she rocks so hard. And whenever you know I get out on stage with her. We have our moment, and she starts headbanging with that long blonde hair. People, they're just like, "What?" Here's the yeah, this, this yeah, it's and so awesome. And then she starts thrashing on stage and doesn't miss a note. She is just, uh, she's a, what an incredible force. I love working with her, and just such a wonderful person. Just always, just a, a bright light uh, backstage at every moment. Just uh, she, I can't have a bad day when Marie's in the room. We're going to take a short break and come back with D. But first, take a listen to Love Hurts out of all the songs, the one that gives me the chills. Have a listen.
Let's get back to the interview with Dee Snyder from Rock Me Amadeus Live. So they've released five videos of of this. Are there? Are we going to look forward to more? Or, you know, tell us a little bit. Uh, give us a little bit of a uh, insight about what's what's going to happen. Well, the fact, the truth is that these are placeholders. The okay. plan was to go out last year. You know, um, everything is in place, the team's in place, the, the financing, the production, everybody's in place, and then COVID hit. Right. So everybody's home, and we were just getting ready to launch Rock Me Amadeus, so, uh, and, and people don't know the project, so we go, well, if we can't be on the road, what can we do in the meantime? So they started to, well, let's start putting some songs together, which is good for, you know, what, you know, knowing what we're going to do when we hit the stage. Uh, but then we put these, you know, we call them COVID videos uh, together, and <laughs> they started evolving. And, and we got better and better at it. And by the fifth track, they brought me in to do a song. And, boy, I'll tell you, for a COVID video, it is so cohesive. Love Hurts uh, Uninvited is just beautiful to look at, and you would never know that every single person in that video was in completely... Oh, I mean, I was in uh, in L.A., someone in New York, someone was in Boston. Well, Woodstock, wow. people were all over the... the yeah. Oh, corner. I didn't know that. Yeah. yeah. They made a very, a very cohesive, beautiful piece with wow. that video. It is a beautiful piece, yeah. especially... I love that it's shot in black and white. And I, you know, we have a fat photographer here on the, on the thing. And uh, wow. The way that, that you look when you... I love that part when you... Lean up your head back against that wall. Uh, wow. Against the wall. Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. it's so powerful, though. I think the black and white choice was spot on. Not that I'm anybody. Uh, yeah. it's, it's so good to get feedback here in Belize. So, <laughs> so, uh, yeah. No, yeah, it came out. Again, we were so, we were so distant from each other. You know, and it said, all right, the you know, um, go to this hotel and go to this room and we're going to film your part. And they gave me, they told me that, you know, we were going to do a film noir thing and um, that the theme of it was heart, heartbreak, heartache, which is what Uninvited and Love Hurts is about. Right. And, um, yeah. you know, and so, but I really didn't, I, I, I wasn't with anybody else, so I didn't know what they were doing. There was no ability to feed off each other's energy like you do in a live concert. So you were sort of isolated but it, it all came together beautifully. It's cohesive. And in answer to your question, um, you know, we're still waiting for the official green light to hit the stage again, even though things are starting to open. Uh, I, I know they were talking to me about um, working on a, another track when I get, I get back to the States next week. So, um, so I think there'll, there'll be at least one more 
uh, you know, Rafi Amadeus video before Rafi Amadeus is live. I got to say, too, I have to mention that I loved the Roxanne Carmen one, too. I thought that was just phenomenal. I think the whole show is going to be a spectacular. I really do. Yeah. I agree. I would agree. I'm, go ahead. Go ahead. No. How you go? I was just going to say, it's like, you know, I, I'm, I'm, admittedly, I was ignorant to the whole Rock Me Amadeus thing. I didn't know what, anything about it. Until again, via Facebook, uh, the video comes up through my, my feed with, you know, uh, Rock Me Abaneas, D. Schneider, Love Hurts. And I'm like, huh, let's see what D is up to. And I played it and I was absolutely blown away. I mean, the, the, the musicianship, your vocals kicking ass after all these years still, man. And I, I love it. I love it. You know, I, you. I was just blown away. And then it's, you know, next thing I get, uh, hear from Bo that we're going to be doing an interview with D, with D. Schneider. And I'm like, what? We then picked him up off the floor. Yeah, the the fanboy in me almost threw up on himself. You know what I mean? I started thinking back to the the days when I'm at a karaoke show and I'm I'm ripping on your song "Burning Hell," trying not to have a heart attack. Well, you know, thank you both compliments, and you know, and and one of my uh, one of my favorite compliments I get. Uh, at these shows, after these, you know, the Rockopia shows, which, again, uh, Rockopia Davis is going to be Rockopia, uh, you know, and, on steroids. But still, I would go outside, you know, uh, to the, the stage door and sign autographs, and people would say, I didn't know you could sing. Oddish. <laughs> 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 First of all, for a singer, it's like that. I know they mean it in a good way, but I think, oh, what, what have I been doing for the last yeah. yeah. I was yeah. just thinking and, that. And they said, well, well, I put that twisted sister. I mean, like, sing, sing. And, yeah. you know, uh, you, you, mentioned, you mentioned Roxanne. Uh, you mentioned the Roxanne. Um, um, Carmen, the, the, yeah. The song, the opera song. Carmen. And the opera singers bringing opera into it bring such a, a powerful element, yeah, heavy in its own way, and yeah. um, and it also again has allowed me to do things that I've never been allowed to do. In the Rockopia show, we did a medley, and it was Cashmere by Led Zeppelin and Conte uh. Patiro, and <sighs> we had Allison, a, ma- a male opera singer, singing Conte Patiro, wow. matched up with me. Doing cashmere in my best Robert Plant voice. Oh my I god, I can't wait. The icons who did it So we would go like a duel. So I'd be singing uh, cashmere, they do some Conte Patero, and I break in with cashmere, they do Conte Patero, uh, you know, um, and then I break in cashmere, they do Conte Patero, and I step through the two of them, and the audience is expecting cashmere. And suddenly I start going, come down. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, let me tell you, the audience would leap to their feet because it was so unexpected. And when the three of us finished, <laughs> we'd get a standing ovation every night. But that's, that's the beauty. And, and we've got opera singers who will sing rock and roll. Oh, that is work. so amazing. They're 40-something. They're 40 something. They grew up on rock. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, you know, I remember when I was recording with Patty LaPone, and, and she was singing with me, you know, and, and I said, what did you listen to? She said, Led Zeppelin. 
You know, it's just great to share his passions with these people and right. hear these voices. Oh, yeah. And, you know, once you get that show out in front of people and families, you know, like I know for my family, we love Broadway shows. We try to, you know, get to as many as we can, you know, when we can. And um, a lot of, you know, you see families with kids and what a great musical education they get from being entertained, especially with a show like this or, right. you know, other things that you've been a part of. Um that introduces these other genres in like a very sneaky but very cool way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it makes opera and cool. Then, you know, and well, that's point well taken because you know what? That's what we're trying to do, and that's one of the reasons why Rafael Amadeus has next leveled it by bringing in the great songs of the '80s and '90s and yes. 2000s because you're reaching more of an audience. Yeah. So by covering all these bases. You know, you may have the opera crowd because we got some powerful opera singers. But they say, you know what? Rock and roll deserves your respect. And you rock crowd, guess what? There was some great stuff after the 70s. I got news for your mom yes. and dad. Right. There was music after the 70s and 80s. And yes. it was great and it deserves your respect. So it's really introducing different parts of the musical family audience out there yeah. uh, to different music and turning people on to it. And there's people going, I never listened to opera before. That was awesome. You know, so it's very cool. We're going to take a quick break and listen to Roxanne slash Carmen from Rock Me Amadeus. I really like this one. So sit down, give it a listen. Here we go.
are back on the balcony show. So let's get back to our interview with D Snyder. So when is this going to, they're talking fall of 2021. Hopefully this will be on stage. Hopefully fingers crossed or late summer. Like I said, everything is in place. And you know, a lot of these projects that you'll, you'll hear about and talk about, they're sort of, you know, wish they're like, it's like a, a wish kind of thing, you know, they still need to get their financing, they still need to get, you know, their, their bookings. Everything was in place, the whole team, the money, the agents, the, the venues, everything was in place, and COVID just shut the world down. Uh, you, so, know? So, um, you know, so uh, as soon as it's safe, uh, you know, and as soon as it's safe for people to start coming back out to venues, uh, we're going to be out there, because, fuck it. The entertainment industry has been hit so hard. Yeah. You know, this is, nobody's been able to do what we do best and what we love to do the most, and that is perform. You know, so we are just so anxious to get out there, and hopefully it'll be much sooner rather than later. But if we get greenlit, you know, this summer, if things start really moving along with this vaccine, you may see shows, you know, as soon as this summer. Well, are, are you looking, is this actually going to be on Broadway, or are you looking to, is this show going to be on tour? Well, what, um, what they're hoping to do is uh, do a run on Broadway, and then take it from there out right. on the road. Okay. Because, I mean, I'm, I'm talking, I'm not going to lie to you, nothing, nothing is better for to sell a show than direct from Broadway. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. You say, direct from Broadway, people go, oh, you know, it's sort of like a, it's a badge of honor. Yes. So to do a, a run there first and, and you know, and and win over those critics and that audience and then be able to, uh, but ultimately, you know, uh, we wanted to be a touring entity and we want to bring it around because the audiences are, the audiences are there. All these Absolutely, music, and they can't all get to Broadway. They can't all get to Broadway. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. um, but they, but we can, but we can come to them. So uh, it'll be very exciting, and you know something I'm really looking forward to. Uh, you know, even though I'm still, I, I just uh, finished recording. Uh, we're mixing my new album, which is called Leave a Scar. Very heavy, very metal, uh, <laughs> and it's coming out in July. Yeah. Uh, and and uh, you know, so you know. Uh, don't well, worry, I'm still uh, breathing my lungs out. Okay, uh, and uh, but I but but I get a chance to to, to oh I didn't know you could sing. I even my manager. My manager's been with me for 45 years. He goes, I didn't know you could sing. I'm like, are you kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great. Well, I wanna I wanna say thank you very much for spending time with us here on this show. It, it means the world to us. Um, and I, I can't thank you enough. You picked up three fans. And if, if we weren't... I've alone, always been a fan. <laughs> well, thank I mean, brother. for the show. <laughs> well, Twisted <laughs> Sister, of course. Yeah. Um, but who do I can sing? You know what? I don't, I don't think there's. I don't think there's anybody not at this table that didn't want to rock after seeing you. So right. yeah, come on. That's a true story. Yeah, it's kind of still my job. It's kind of my job. Yeah, you know, and even in in Rock Me Amadeus, uh, there will I'm sure will be the moment where uh, we did it in Rocktopia, where they did a mashup of the Blue Danube, and we're not going to take it. And it was very, and when we're not going to take it, kicked in, 
I wasn't an opera fan, a classical music fan, or a musical theater fan who was on their feet singing with me when I got everybody joins in when that song kicks in so yeah, you got i gotta play that right oh absolutely man I, I, i'd love to be a fly on the wall in those moments man yeah although i'd much rather do burning hell but, yeah. uh, but, yeah. you know, but that's, for, that's for the true fan for the true fan it was you know it was always one of my absolute favorites and it's like you know uh many years ago i had become a in the local bar scene i'd become a little bit of a karaoke jock and while everybody else was doing, we're not going to take it, and I want to rock. I'm like, ah, oh, burning hell, man. That's got that's got the Mad Cat written all over it, and I just slammed them. It. It good. Girls, girls <laughs> so, what is it? So, and it's it's it, 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 it's very heavy, girls, and um, <laughs> it's, uh, it's, it's actually, but but it's so funny because you know the title and 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 the uh the approach to it is very dark and ominous yes welcome to the but it's um it's actually a hellfire and brimstone sermon Get against, out. Uh, against evil so uh so it's really uh, of course it's hear no evil see no evil speak no evil right. yeah so it's exactly it's over it's like he's just saying Listen, you better watch out because you don't want to go there. Exactly. <laughs> you don't want to go there. And before you go, I want to mention the website, rockmeamadeus.com. So uh, for all of our listeners, please go check that out. Do check out the YouTube. You're going to love what you see. Um, of course, we will push it out as much as possible for you, sir. And um, Thank you. Thank and you. Listeners, be on the lookout for Dee's new album dropping in July. That's my birthday month, as a matter of fact. So, yeah. if, so in case if you, you like it, it heavy, if you like it heavy, leave a, leave a score. I am who I am, what I am, as Popeye once said. Amen to that, so, brother. Uh, uh, so, yeah, Dee, you got to send him. D, you got to send him a signed copy of of, <laughs> of of the new thing, see, because it's his birthday. So he's like, that's a uh, hint. Well, you, well, you I, I, <laughs> gave my brother Mark on this. Yeah. Uh, I'll, we'll, take, we'll make that happen. I'll definitely, we'll I'll, happen. I'll harass Mark, no problem. And I'll, <laughs> I'll even add your brother Mark has, here. <laughs> your, your brother Mark has a great name because my first name is Mark as well. So There you go, full <laughs> circle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You know, girls, Mark's been, like, blowing my phone. My brother Mark is the one that they went through to, to get to me for the, uh, and, 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 but he's been, like, checking it, like, uh, half hour, 15 minutes. You know what, Dee? Like, I got it, I got yeah. it. Yeah, oh, well, I, I'm the one who, uh, I work with, I worked with Mark, oh, my God, at Atco Records, that merged into East West Records, that emerged into Electro Records, so... Mark's been a very dear friend for many, many years. So when when we saw your the Love Hurts video kind of come through on Facebook, we started chatting about it. We're like, "What is this? What? What? D. Snyder singing Love Hurts? <laughs> he can sing." <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I'm like, you know what? But, uh, Let me reach hey, out to Mark. He's my favorite. He's my favorite brother, and lucky to go to the other ones because I don't like them so much. Oh, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> So then, to the right one. Yeah, I, I made friends with the right one. Now, Mark, he's good people for sure. Absolutely, absolutely. And I'll tell him you all said hi, and it was really a pleasure. And thank you so much for the, uh, for the, for the lovely compliments and the support and uh, helping to get the word out there. Oh, uh, we definitely will. 
Oh, we're psyched. You know what? I think everybody on this planet is looking for an escape. We want to go see a live show, and this is this is yeah. This yeah. is the uh, the script that we all need the the medicine. I think to get us through and forget the past fourteen months. There you go. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be a good thing. Yeah, that'd be a great thing. All right, uh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, take care of yourselves. Thank you so uh, much. Thank you. thank you, D. Bye, bye, D. Bye, bye. Bye, bye.
Balcony Show. What a great, great interview. I agree. Snyder, great guy. That was fun. So much fun. We've got a heck of a show to look forward to this summer. Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. uh, Yeah. You know what? I'd be surprised if this didn't get some kind of a Tony mention in the future because the cast is off the chain. Yeah. Yes, amazing, yeah. amazing vocalist. Unbelievable. I am I'm psyched to see this live. For sure. And you know what? For somebody that's been there and done as many things as he has, mm-hmm. you know, for him to take the time to spend a little time with us here on the show, I'm really grateful for yeah. that. Yeah. So, and we want to get the word out because this uh, show... Hopefully slated to be on Broadway at some point, maybe over the summer or fall or something right. like that. Um, for more information or to keep up with what's going on with that show in D, you can check out rockmeamadeuslive.com. And I believe their uh, social media handle for Instagram is also rockmeamadeuslive. So check it out. And also, D mentioned that he will be putting out a new metal album come July, leave a scar, so you're going to be one of watching him and, you know, oh. Twisted Sister. We're going to have a rockin' summer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He says it's going to be heavy. Yeah. I'm good with that. Hell All right, so, yeah. So you're turning 50, so this is going to be a hell of a summer. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Thanks for putting that out on the airwaves, Bo. <laughs> that was awesome. Like, I was never, ever going to mention my name oh, on the airway, but on. or my, my age on the airway. But, yeah. Oh, no, we're going to party this summer. Uh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, a, a yeah. A good yeah. reason to. Yeah, There's we got just a lot to celebrate. But anyways, thank you. To D. Snyder, and thank you to the Rock Me Amadeus team for uh, making this happen. Thank you to Mark, and thank you to Bo for uh, yeah, setting this Bo, up, man. Good My job. pleasure. Good job. Good yeah. job. My you know pleasure. What I mean? Like, all those points you lost by not liking Star Wars. Like- oh! I think you, you just gained a couple back. You know what all I mean? Right. Like you know, you just I you you, you gained a couple back. This all is right. all right. You know, like right. one and a half. Uh, yeah, hey, you gotta hit one the bottom. One and a half points. Yeah, you yeah, hit yeah. The bottom before you hit the top, yeah. right? There you go. So, See, all right, I'm on my way. Yeah. <laughs> all right, I'm gonna say goodnight, you guys, and I'm gonna say goodnight from the balcony show. Goodnight, everybody from the balcony show. We'll catch you next week. Peace.
and that's what's up.